They give it away because they have white privilege. So I can give you yeah. some of this because it took me a long time to realize this is the wise man has the power. I guess. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's Michael McDonald. He's the blackest motherfucker in the world. Yeah, San Antonio, yeah. Texas, black. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah. It's black. It's a black yeah. motherfucker right there. That's. <laughs> it's like that story I heard about Hall and Oates when they won a Black Music Award in Philadelphia. Um. And um, people didn't know they were white. Oh, yeah. Until yeah. they came to get the award. See, and so, oh, that's a, that's a very interesting point because we stereotype so much, but then when someone defies the stereotype, think about it. You heard that song and you just assumed that these motherfuckers were black. Come to find out they were some motherfucking crackers. That's. That's what, what, about, what about the what about the Bee Gees? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, look at the Bee Gees. They're getting holy now, crap. Would man. you call would you call it cultural appropriation? Um, no, um, because I of do not you, believe white men. Sorry, <laughs> white people don't have culture. Remember, um, so but they can appropriate. It? Well, they only they that's all they can do because. They don't have any culture, so anything anything they do is uh, appropriation. So that's kind of deep. I didn't even think about it like that. But when you say cultural appropriation, most of us aren't like when we're not thinking about anything outside of white, are we? Right. That's well because. There's this there's this thing that that considers uh, uh, wh- whiteness a uh, whatever that is a like the middle the middle road that's mm. like the, the the baseline. This is the baseline. Everything revolves around that. Is it on some? Oh, you guys had it all. Now give us a chance. Right now, give it. So why don't you give some of those to Jones? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that is that that's weird? That's fucking weird. Think about that. Hey. We are so kids in the sandbox playing with toys and the more fun you have with your toys, the more somebody's like, I want to play with that toy. When it's like, yo, think about, think about what's necessary. If we, if we try to go by just some primitive shit and are on some, well, these are the things that I need to, to, to live life. These are the, these are the baselines that I need in order to live life. I need to consume energy and then expel energy. So for you to need or think that you need any more than that in order to live life, that's just icing on the cake. But I'm, as I'm saying this shit, I'm playing my own devil's advocate. If all we just had to do was survival and and to and to live and just the basics 
of what life is, life would be, well, we wouldn't even know that life would be boring. So we need the subjective, we need the sort of alternative in order to actually be like, you know what, life would be more interesting. Maybe the, the idea was somebody felt boredom. Somebody felt discontent. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, well, what else could this be? And then you just take a chance. Obviously, the first time it's going to be met with, with like resistance, of course. Yep. But then you realize with that resistance, oh, maybe I do have something here. Because whereas once I felt that feeling that that person is feeling, now I feel it. And I felt powerless at the time that I felt that feeling. Mm-hmm. But now I have power. So now I'm going to just run with it. I'm just, I'm just going to fucking keep fucking poking the bull. Because I know what to expect. So I have control. Oh, that's deep. Yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. Like the, I don't know. The, when I found, well, I came across this video that I sent you today. It kind of covers all of these things we talk about, including what you're talking about. Yeah, here that was and a, that, was, that was a dope video what was, it was deep do you do you recall the name of it off the top of your head like, or could um, you pull it up it was like rascass rascass ramdas that would be it's amazing Ram it was rascass rascass you know, no, and I, you know here's the funny part about the the name ramdas because if i think about like west indian shit what what you do last night, Sin? Aram Das. Whoa. <laughs> Aram Das. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Me no like das. that. Me no like that. Mm. We are facet. Mm? Mm. You should always be ramming a pool, Sal. Nadas. You're appropriating culture by making. Am I doing it? I feel like I am. Exactly. By me trying to patois a situation. Mm. Wait a minute. First of all, we're all cultural appropriating by even speaking English. English. By yeah. even speaking English. <laughs> so, appropriating the English culture. Right. God damn, right. I'm American, not English. Right. I should be speaking American. Right. Oh, that's right. English came over here and then decided to culturally appropriate Native Americans. And then yeah. Native Americans, in a sense, by by sort of trading with or even communicating with the settlers, the pilgrims, then they culturally appropriated alcohol. And then the English culturally appropriated tobacco. Mm. It's not trade, it's cultural appropriation. Yeah. So is cultural appropriation meaning that you're not getting something out of what has been, you know, what you offer, I guess? Is that what I that know. means? I, well, I, I feel like, wait, let we'll me get back say, to, I feel like. We'll get that, back to Ramdas too. Yeah, no, no, this is going to lead right back into it. Because I believe that culture, well, culture cannot be owned. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, it's not meant to be owned. It, 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 how can it be owned? And why is it, 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 I can understand the thought of like, if this person took you from your culture, 
or whatever, but but what what were you born into, I guess, is the other thing. So and you can't you can't go back in time. Um, so maybe it's a point of where are you now and what can you do with the culture you're in? The world is much smaller now and some of these ideals that people still bring up and and try to leverage uh, power and guilt and uh, shame or any kind of, you know, you're more, um, you know, this than that, whatever. It all comes down to what this video that Ram Das was, uh, or the video I sent you of Ram Das basically says, he says the, I think it's like the, the power in being nothing. Yeah. And that spoke to me on so many levels because what he says in this video is pretty much dead nuts on what we talk about because I, people thinking in terms of skin color is so fucking close minded. I don't care what level it is. It's fucking stupid. It's 2021. The world's very small. And we still think on this level, like basically, so for everyone out there, and please expand on this if you can, or, you know, jump in. But basically what Ram Das is saying is, he's saying, imagine that you can look at people on many different levels. And so one is your everyday basic I see you and I know what I know based on what society tells me, yada, yada, yada. And he goes, now imagine you have this switch, like, you know, he puts it in a weird way, but he's like, imagine you have the switch next oh, to your channel. eyes yeah, or channel. channel. Sorry. You're right. So he's like, you can switch channels and see people in different ways. So then you can flip it and see people's psychology. Now he's like, oh, you're, uh, maybe you're paranoid or you're anxious or you're this or you're that okay now you're looking at people like a psychologist and what i think like now where we are with a lot of things we have it switched on to it, it, it's back onto race again or more so skin color mm. it isn't it isn't that much to do with culture i don't think but more mm. so literally just skin color and that's what people are seeing people as now but you're still on this primitive plane when you're doing that it's such a primitive plane to look at people on and he what i love about it is he's talking about escalating and you're going up and up and he says basically as humans you know maybe you're here to discover your higher self and to where that's beyond all of those precepts and notions of what people believe is true and real. So it's like these other things, like if people exist beyond time and space and things like that, like think, think about this. And I know you have, I'm just kind of posing this to the listeners or the viewers. If you zoom out so far that you are completely not even bound by time, time and space to think of how ignorant most people think we all do mm -hmm. i do you do we all do 
but that's what's interesting about it because we can't seem to escape those planes but we yeah. are another like because he even said he said you get basically you would switch to a channel eventually higher to where you look at people in the eye and you go wait a minute you are me i'm i'm you yeah because once you if you actually take a chance to do that or just take the time to do that it erases all this other shit. you think it's the illusion of scarcity it might be i mean the reason why i, I say it is is like i'm thinking about this idea that at, at some point in time in our in our history of, of as humanity we looked at something and realize we got a taste of it we got a dopamine response and we realize this is what i need to pursue in order to continue to feel something then we got an abundance of it once we got the abundance of it we hoarded it as if we we just didn't have enough the reason why we didn't have enough is because we believe that it at any time it could run out even though the universe was telling us it's always there. Then those instincts had to go into something else. And so when someone or something, some sort of energy claims the idea of abundance and you, and this is going back to some Alan Watts shit too. And you feel as if you look at it and be like, Huh, I don't think I have that. So I need to pursue it because I don't think I have it. And then every time I pursue it without really trying to understand what it is and whoever has it, how they feel about what it is, I'm questioning, I'm continuing to question how the fuck do I get it? And I keep on making mistakes because I'm not fully understanding. I feel like I should be obtaining it because I feel I or I, I believe that I'm at that per person's level. And then you start to self-loathe because you feel like you don't have it. So then you start to sort of criminalize it. That's not the word. You, you start to m make it seem like it's a negative because you can't you feel like you can't obtain it demonizing something yeah you thank you demonizing. It's bad it's bad because yeah can't this have is it. bad because i can't have it and so anybody that does have it you look at them and you say look at that shit. you try to you try to create this imagination of everything that's wrong with what that is even though you look at it and you see that they're happy with it but you still try to demonize it mind you you never got to actually experience it but you've already formed the narrative as if you have and already you're breaking it down now I, i've i've done that in my life i was talking about that today about somebody was talking to me about las vegas and saying oh i would never want to i i, I just don't like las vegas now, I've never been to Las Vegas, so I should treat Las Vegas as a neutral thing. Yeah. 
because if there are certain aspects of this particular place that I feel aren't isn't what my character is one I should explore it to know whether or not maybe this is my character or maybe I, I could add this into my character instead of just assuming because I haven't experienced it that oh I don't want to fuck with that that makes no sense don't don't conclude without actually doing something we have the we we have this thing about just assuming that based on other people's experiences you're going to probably have the same experience right and when i when i when i was discussing this with the client there was another client that i had told we think that we're going to have the same experiences as others when it comes to scarcity or when it comes to believing that whatever we put out as energy it might be our last output like we might die from something that we did and think about it you could die from anything there's there's pretty much nothing that you can't die from and there's pretty much nothing that you can't live for or from so we have a tendency as humans to go through life in this idea of avoidance but our avoidance is what's actually creating the scarcity the scarcity Ooh. in a good way and the scarcity in a bad way the let's let's it's easy for people to relate to the scarcity in a bad way scarcity in a bad way is is to believe that somebody else has the abundance of a lot of stuff and you feel like you feel as if you don't have enough of it it's not that you don't have any of it is that you don't have enough of it because your idea most of our ideas are as far as scarcity is all is all about the fucking wants not about the necessities yeah. it's about the wants the wants are the accessories to the necessities well it's yeah yeah and a lot of times you're 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 told like nobody would be born with knowing these things so they're absolutely taught that's what's insane about it yeah. is it's it's taught so if you you know if you grow up in a society i mean similar to a western society where it's a goal to or a common goal to be quote unquote successful be quote unquote rich which usually means monetarily right. um then you grow up immediately thinking so if i because I, I i've done it where if you experience something and you go you tell someone well i grew up we, we were poor and it's like okay well what is okay <laughs> like right but is, this, well, okay. is this the goal is this like goal attained now because i think once you once you see all those different experiences you know and I, and I think i think there is a lot of that we 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 are often taught um instead of experience and learn from ourselves or for ourselves like you're basically like you're saying because people are just told oh right away this is a bad thing and you shouldn't do this you know it's like well let me find out 
let me find out uh, what that's all about and if that's good for me or if that is true, what people say about this and that and that. Um, but it, once again, we're born into this to this world of uh, already established notions that get, you know, put into us. Yeah, somehow it's, pre-so- we're, we're, it's pre-installed software that we haven't really looked into and sorted out and being like, oh, I don't need this. Just I, I can throw this shit in the trash and delete the trash. Now I got open space to take in new information. But I think on the scarcity end, the positive scarcity end is the fact that there are other individuals that made sacrifices in order for the next influence of energy to 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 move past that to and move past it is the important part you don't need to have other people go through the same experiences in order to know that we shouldn't do this shit again and we shouldn't even do this right. shit on the other hand right. and that's that's what we're talking about on our podcast is you don't need to do the same shit that somebody else has done in order to like you're not gaining anything because it's, it it's should like a recap. be it's, yeah. right it should be the the idea of not retaliation because you already know what happens feel the the feelings that you felt when that shit happened to you feel the feelings that you felt when you heard about that shit happening from someone else your sympathy is much different and should be much different than your empathy. Your empathy means that you are willing to understand and know exactly how to avoid and move away from that particular experience. So it doesn't have to be passed on to somebody else. You don't need to be on some revenge shit because that's that's the shit that it sounds like right now. Right now, shit sounds like I want to be on some revenge shit. I want the shit that you fucking did to me or my ancestors I want to do that shit back to you so you feel exactly how the fuck it feels. And the thing is, you're not doing it to the people that actually did it. You're doing it to the runoff of motherfuckers that looked at the shit. Have you ever been embarrassed about some shit that that somebody that you were close to did? Yeah. Well, that's exactly how you should understand. Like, yo, damn, I can't believe this motherfucker did that shit. Do I feel like being associated with that person? No, but here's the thing. Just because you did something doesn't mean that you are that something. It means that motherfuckers go through things and they do shit. As if you start repeating the shit and you make it a habit and you make it your pattern and you make it your behavior, that's what's fucked up. It's not that you did some, you did some shit or somebody else did some shit and then now you got to associate with what they did that's some that shit as far as the law um on like if you happen to be in a car while somebody decided to fucking rob a store and shit then you're held accountable as well that's some fucked up shit about the law it's like i don't give a fuck who it was i'm getting everybody that was involved now that sounds that that's actually oh damn that's a heavy concept because yeah. It is, but it is true. How far down the line do you go? Do right. you do you um, imprison someone's parents 
because of maybe how they raise them. I mean, you you could, I guess, if you want to go that far. But then, how far can you go? They got dead relatives, you know. Um, one thing that is, is I kind of want to throw this on a tangent. But there was another video I didn't send it to you, but it was interesting. It was a um, an interview with um, damn it, what's his name? Um, the comedian dude, philosopher dude. We always, oh Russell Brand. Sorry, mm. um, he did this interview with this uh, lady. I believe her family was from. They're from. They're I believe Middle Eastern, but she she was Muslim, and she started doing these documentaries and doing documentaries on these like or like extremist groups mm -hmm. and she came to America and did an interview with a self-proclaimed and, and I guess legit on his end white supremacist who was like the head of a pretty big oh, self-proclaimed but he yeah oh he was like out and loud with it you like, know what you know it's fucked up that's dope the reason why I say that's dope is because most of the shit that we are up in arms about aren't so concrete. Like they're not so blatant that somebody's willing to truly express themselves and say, yeah, I'm trying to do some racist shit. My intent is to be fucking racist as fuck. Right, most of the shit yeah. is based on assumption. That's the shit that I have a problem with. And as yeah, much as too. I want to side with like people's feelings of atrocities, I'm like, I know, I know even for myself on the most minute shit that I can make assumptions. So for me to assume some real big shit based on just the interaction that I wasn't comfortable with without actually asking questions, literally asking questions, because if somebody is going to stand by their intent, then I have way more respect for them. Well, this is why I brought this up. A couple of reasons. She wanted to do an interview with this guy mm -hmm. and which even she said, like her friends were like, are you insane? Like, she's like, no, I want to go hang out with him. And she came to the United States. Uh, I met him in Michigan and met him in a hotel. And she said they, she interviewed him for an hour and then they ended up talking for four more hours. And even when Russell was talking to her, he's like, well, why would you do that? She's like, well, that's what everybody else asked. But she said, we got along really well. We're both very passionate about our sides. And I wanted to hear what he had to say. I wanted to know what his reasoning was. Mm -hmm. Why not want to know that? Like, right. she's had a sheer curiosity. She wasn't being provocative or anything, you know, and, and she wanted to know. And he said, this is where it gets wild. I really want people to go watch this. But then he said, we're about to have a rally. It was like in South Carolina or something. And he said, would you like to go? And she goes, I couldn't believe it, but I said, yes. She goes, I rode in the car with him for nine hours. Wow. So it's her and her cameraman, her camera operator, mm -hmm. uh, for nine hours. And they talked the whole way. And anyway, long story short, 
they keep in touch. And she says things like, she would ask him, she would say like, even now, like, you know me. And when they went to this rally, a bunch of the people in the group were threatening this woman, like holding up guns, like, what are you? Who are you? Why are you here? And they had the guy, the, the guy, he was like, she's with me. She's fine. She's fine. And then even later, she was like, why did you do that? And like, why did you protect me? Because they would have just killed me in in the woods, wherever they were. He said, why? Well, I, I consider you a friend. And I was like, so I got her point. And she goes, this is the whole point. That it's so far removed that if you can zoom in enough, then you're eye to eye with someone. And you go, yeah. shit, you're a person. You're exactly. like me. And you're just as passionate about your perspective as I am with mine. And you respected mine, Absolutely. even though it could be bad for you. You respected it, which is interesting. But she had a phrase in there, or a kind of a, a, a thought uh, that made me think about this. And she said, the world is very pessimistic. And she said, the interesting thing is that now hope is rebellious. Yeah. I was, my mind. Well, which, well, think about it. It, it, the first thing I thought of was when you and I talked about how being pessimistic and nihilistic is easy. Right. It's the easy route. It's the lazy route. But being hopeful, it's like when people laugh at people for being optimistic or being yeah. hopeful. It's like, well, you're just being pessimistic. Like, that's the rebellion. The rebellion is being hopeful. It's not in the rebellion's yeah. not destroying. Yo, yeah, it's that, like when people want to destroy shit, it's like a baby. It's like a tantrum. Yeah. yeah. But to be Absolutely. hopeful is to be um, a growth mindset, not yeah. a um, destructive mindset. But I thought that was, the, that was yeah. cool. That shit is dope. The destructive is mad easy. It's, it's, it's so easy to suffer. It's extremely easy to suffer. And motherfuckers understand that. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers meaning advertising corporations. And even as I'm saying that, it's not like I'm saying that because I'm, I'm putting them down. I'm just showing motherfuckers exactly how people treat you when you don't acknowledge yourself and when you are not self-aware. That's the real shit, is if you're not self-aware, motherfuckers will take advantage of you like a, yo i think about jobs what the fuck is a job a job is really the definition of a job should be like i don't feel like doing like for instance as, as an employer this shit i don't feel like doing anymore maybe I can Tom Sawyer a motherfucker to believe that the shit that I'm doing right now is the best shit ever. Now, when I mean Tom Sawyer, if you never read Tom Sawyer, which I did when I was a kid, sort of, 
I barely remember that shit. But I do remember somebody who does remember that shit. And that person talked about the idea of Tom Sawyer was painting a fence. Some of his friends were like, oh, just shitting on him about having to paint a fence. Tom Sawyer comes back and this motherfucker paints the fence as if it's a piece of pussy. And then his friends are like, come on, we're going to do this. Tom Sawyer is like, fuck that. I'm painting this motherfucker. So then they're curious. Why is this so important? Tom Sawyer is not even letting you know, not giving you the prestige. Tom Sawyer is painting a fucking fence with the fucking tent. He's pitching the tent right now. His dick is hard. Mm. Then all of a sudden the friends, because they don't know the mystery of it, they're like, yo, fuck that. Move the fuck over. This this is my shit. Buck up, country boy. I'm painting this fucking fence. Tom Sawyer's like, okay, fine. He got motherfuckers to paint the fence. So the moral of that is <laughs> if at first it sound it feels like a chore, you could do one of two things. You can embrace it and be like, you know what? This is difficult, but I'm gonna still fuck with it because it's difficult. Or you want to take the fucking manipulative, lazy as fuck route. You pretend that this is the best shit that you ever did just so you can persuade somebody else to do it for you. That's a job. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. That's a job. You can employ a job. Or you can hire people to employ your job. But a job ain't nothing somebody told me this before a job ain't nothing but work i think that was in a movie too but the idea is that energy is energy movement is movement experiences are experiences you could either live by somebody else's or you can make your own or take the experiences of somebody and then question whether or not that experience meets the way that you saw it think about that shit like we have a tendency of just being like, oh, that's how you felt about that shit. That's that's what you went through. And then you automatically say that it must be. You ever hear somebody talk shit about somebody else that you never yes. knew? And then all of a yep. sudden you're like, well, that motherfucker is an asshole. Wow. Yeah. You don't even yeah, realize that, that person even... said more. That person didn't give you any fucking information about that individual. That person gave you so much more information yeah. about their shit stupid yeah. ass Sorry. well it's it's Thanks. like no it, it's uh it's parable it was that was actually in a um a book i don't know which one damn i read so many books or listened to so many books <laughs> yes but I, I it might have been in the four agreements even um where they say something like if you're in college so like back in the day if you and i or, you know, both in classes at ISU, and you go, oh, yeah, I got this uh, statistics class, and I got so-and-so a teacher. And I go, ooh, that teacher's an asshole. Like, always on my shit. Yeah. And now you're going to go into that class. I mean, you may not, but a lot of people would yeah. go in there with that notion 
and go, oh, I, it's, you know, I, I've heard this guy's an asshole or whoever they are, asshole. Then you start looking at him and you try to, you try to see it in yeah. everything they do. Yeah, go, yeah. you're looking for that. Yeah. <laughs> instead of, instead of, but it was, it, it may be, people don't consider it maybe what I did or how I interacted or how I look at them. Yeah. That, that I saw them that way. And I basically, it's like, it's like poison. It's Most like you take, yeah, you're right. It's, it is like you, poison. Yeah, well, it's like well, it's it's, it's a, a, like not to bring it all the way back around, but to me it's almost like it, it is like racism, those yep. kind of things, where it's like oh these certain people. By the way, let's just remove it from that just to annoy people and piss them okay. off. Let's make it about people with um with uh black hair, okay? And then so that's not racist. A lot of people have black hair. Anyway, so then you go oh all people with black hair they do this and that and that so then if you're inexperienced all, all blondes are stupid see yeah well they got a ton of stereotypes so yeah anything like that and then you go out into the world and go okay and instead of removing yourself from that and going let me find out for myself and just see but there are a lot of people that just blind faith they go oh yeah okay well you're right like you're my people so I'll, uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you on that, but that's where it's dangerous. Yeah. But that's where it's dangerous. Yeah, you're right. Because remember when we talked about, we talked about like even the, the phrase of your people, like it's so fucking annoying and primitive that it's like, what, what level are you speaking to me on? What, what is your people? How? How specific are you talking? Right. What, what, what channel are yeah? What channel, what channel are, you are you on? <laughs> For real. Fucking morons. Where it's like it's still like once again, you know, you go to a high enough channel to realize it's like it's 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 the things that people talk about nowadays and they can't zoom out even far enough to go, we're on this like rock floating in right. space as a fucking miracle. We're here, and they go, yeah, but you know, yeah, this is this seems <laughs> kind of racist to me. Like, and it's like, holy shit! Like, when do we? When when does it end? When does it end? Like, well, when you die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yo, okay. I, sorry, I'm I'm writing in our uh, our our title. Okay, because the, but, it's a it's a great title because it's exactly what we grew up on. Um, by the way, it, 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 I, I I gotta cut you off before I forget no, ahead, to say ahead. this. But the the thing about being pessimistic, that's what's funny is, is that all these, any kind of stereotype, just like any kind of gossip, tends to be negative. It's it's never an it, right? it's rarely a positive trait right where uh, you're like uh, wait except for well, sex oh yeah yeah except for, yeah except for sex it's like but okay here's the other well no i think that goes for for anybody that experiences sex it's very rare that i don't know if we, here's what well, all right 
all there's a whole bunch of stuff going through my head as I'm about to say what I'm about to say. And that's my pause. My pause mm-hmm. will be met with a lot of confusion because I'm trying to sort through what I impulsively want to say and then what I believe might be the end result. And I might be right or wrong, but this is a process that we should all go through when we're interacting with experiences so that we don't, one, end up with the same experience, two, believe that the experience is always going to be that particular experience, three, have the option of accepting that you're not going to be always right. And there needs to be no four because you could just repeat all the same steps again. Right. So what what I'm saying is like the uh, sorry now I, I lost my train of thought. Can you remember? I get that. that? No, it, it was because it, it was it was layer upon layer. But um, you said something about sex, and then you went into this tangent of well, the, well, it, and it's a it's a tangent of about our perception of what we subjectively perceive as positive or negative. So yes. even with sex, your experience, for instance, there are, there'll be some women be like, oh, this motherfucker only lasted this long. Like, and it'd be maybe 10 seconds. But then there'll be women that will take, that will, that will take 10 seconds and be like, my pussy was so good that he only lasted 10 seconds or Reframe. there'll be dudes there'll be dudes that will last for hours can't bust a nut for shit whiskey dick all that shit and then she says what she or says they, or they, they they say what's wrong with me damn yeah exactly how come i couldn't make you nut right and then again, they, the, 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 yeah, the person could retract and be like, yo, it was so good. I, I didn't want to, I just wanted to go all night. I didn't care whether or not I came or not. But then so, that person, you know, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, here's another, another, uh, interesting way to, uh, the, the, the pessimism and the optimism is it's like, it, it's, right. So. In my head, the way I think about being gimpy or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, people find it strange that I'm very, um, I mean, obviously I have my moments, but they're more related to my psychology than my physical, um, you know, uh, my physical situation. So in that way, I, because when people say like, oh, I'm really sorry that people say that shit, they're like, oh, it must be so hard. I'm like, actually, I think I'm at a distinct advantage. I'm at a very distinct advantage amongst people. And people are like, how the hell do you see that? I can name a million ways that Mm -hmm. I have a distinct advantage. Five hundred ways. That's right. Yep. Sorry, that was the small mm-hmm. man has the power, <laughs> and he's rolling away. Um, so, but you know what I mean, where it's like, but it, but it is, it is that um, 
um, it's it's that channel. I, I I a majority of my time I do switch channels sometimes, but a lot of times I have always been on a higher channel. I mm -hmm. operate on a higher channel, and that's what it'd be cool if more. I don't think people are awake enough to operate on those channels. They are on they're on basic cable. Mm. You know what I mean? But there are people that think that they're so awakened that their thoughts are extremely progressive. When really all they're doing is piggybacking off of some past shit that some other motherfuckers did that they feel or was passed on to them that, yo, this shit was done to us. There well, are those I... who have gone through traumatic experiences that would be highly offended if you if they believed that you were piggybacking off of their pain. There's motherfuckers that lost limbs, been through shit, broke bones, all that shit. And your sympathy can be seen as cultural appropriation. Yes. So keep that in mind, people. When you think that your progressiveness and your wokeness or even your conservativeness is supposed to be on the top of the fucking food chain of subjective reality. Because well, really, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, uh, please. Please, please. Oh, okay. Well, allow me. Let me, let, allow me to retort. Go ahead. Um, no, I was really going to just ag agree with what you were saying, and and I I think there is some weird stuff going on where it's so it, it it's extreme. It's extremism is is the is the order that we're looking at but but we also don't have a true reflection or a true um viewpoint on what the majority of people really because it's just like yeah, you're right you're right government hollywood it, yeah. it's, it's it's the noisiest people that are somehow dictating mm -hmm. um policies and culture and things like that and you know i i think it's it, it takes something uh, um from all of these angles to make things work that's why if you follow oh you know with any um you know we've talked about the alan watts things where people say well there's nothing to do because everything is as it should be and people will go you gotta be fucking kidding me it's like, no, it can't be any other way. How could it be any other way? Right. So even if you think it's chaotic, hasn't it always been chaotic? It's just a different kind of chaotic. And I think I think what's dangerous I think what's dangerous is extreme extremism on in any direction. It's mm -hmm. like I think like it, it it's like if you want to talk about progressivism you want everything to be fair. That's right. never going to happen. Um, or you want everything to be 
conservative and religion-based, it's never going to happen. Um, you look at all these, and because everyone is a separate entity unto themselves, they are their own reality unto themselves, their own religion unto themselves. In the Ram Dass video, he talked about this is part of why religion was created, was to give people a common thing that's outside themselves. So now it's like, well, you're not your own God. There's another God. And these are the precepts you have to follow. It makes it easy. So now it's like, oh, well, I don't need to listen to myself. I listen to what's outside of me now. Hmm. But that's a safer way. Because if it wasn't, then it'd be, what would it be? It wouldn't be order. So that's what gives order. And just hmm. like, just like government does, just like all these things, it's, it's, it's all this, you know, you should, um, it was like the video I talked about last week where it's like, you know, being on your own is, is also a certain kind of power. But I think that being alone is what leads to realizing your nothingness. Right. Which is like, to some people can be depressing and to some people can be, um, quite empowering. How much time do we have? I always forgot what time we had. We got 10 minutes. Okay. But do you see what I'm saying? Where it's like, if you look at something that says, you know, or like the video says, I'm nothing. It doesn't mean insignificant. Right. It, it's actually both. Exactly. It's significant and it, you, you are everything and nothing. It's almost, an oxy, it's almost an oxymoron. Yeah. Almost. And that is what it is. Right. That's why but I that's, said almost, because it is what it is. And people don't, if people understood that and really grasped that, things would be much easier. And then you go, yeah. okay, so, but you're, you're existing on these, these lower channels where you're, you're, it's like, um, I saw Star Wars <clears throat> over the weekend. Uh -huh. It's on all the time. But there's a part where Obi-Wan says to uh, Luke Skywalker, he said, don't always uh, trust your senses. They can deceive you. By the way, for all the Star Wars nuts out there, I know I said it wrong, okay? He said something like that. He basically said, don't trust your senses. They can trick you. Isn't that true? All the time. Are we really like what 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 we see is that we're literally like an antenna that mm -hmm. picks up on a certain frequency. Mm -hmm. but there's a lot more frequencies going on. We're not and in tune with it's, them. It's it's that's the importance of actually roaming because that gives you the opportunity to pick up on other frequencies that you might not if you're just on a one specific network and other so people are just interference exactly it's like other signals crowding your shit yep damn get off my signal it's like cb well, yeah. radio or get on my signal let me open up mm. like let me stay in the resonance of everything there's a difference between being AM and FM. FM picks up more frequencies, but still it's limited. 
Or is it AM that actually picks up more frequencies? Oh, that's deep. Oh, that's heavy. Hmm. Well, it's like, isn't it, isn't it both at the same time? Because yeah. one's amplitude, you know, that mm -hmm. is amplitude modification and, yeah. or amplitude modulation and frequency modulation. Frequency modulation, yeah. We both took communication in college. But think I of, just, when just, that, just when that, huh? well, aren't we on both then? Yeah. We're on AM and FM at the same time. Yes, we are. Because they're intersecting. Mm -hmm. I like that. Damn. I like that. <laughs> Can't curse on the radio. But I'm we can hear. Again. Fuck, <laughs> shit, ass, slut. Bitch. Slong. My alarm. I like the word slong. That like was my cursing young. alarm. When when I was that? I just like the word young. Oh yeah. That was your cursing alarm. Yeah, it, it's it goes off when I curse too much. <laughs> oh, that makes it's sense. It's like it's like Siri. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, I don't know. I don't so know stay stay uh. Stay away from the pessimism mm. and stay optimistic. Because yeah. that is the way you want to be a rebel. You want to have like the, the leather jacket and you're, you're flicking a cigarette into a trail of gasoline, you know, and you're mm. yippee kaye, all that shit. Mm -hmm. So hope is rebellious. So if you want to be a badass, hope. So when that girl says, I will never go out with you, then you just go, so you're saying there's a chance. Exactly. <laughs> That's creepy. I don't know if you should, we should end it like that. Oh, okay. That's well, don't do that. Go home, and, go home and cry and listen to some Carrie Brothers. But that's pessimistic. Oh, yeah. But just know that you'll probably creep someone else out. By saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we gotta end Stay. this. Thank okay. Stay young. <laughs> Stay young.